come and decide and not even take taxpayers opinion you know the affected ones and not even take them voice into consideration i hope they do come and give us that common courtesy i really do everyone's heard about the border wall the wall that is built between the united states and mexico a wall that many believe will keep undocumented immigrants from coming into the country but that remains still to be seen because those numbers are still surging and more money is now going to be spent by the state of texas to continue building a wall they're just coming down and saying hey we're going to put that wall this week we traveled to rio bravo and el cenizo to talk for a little bit with the mayor of Rio Bravo and the commissioner in charge of the area. Talk to them about a new project being paid by the state of Texas, $224 million for a contractor from North Dakota to build nine miles of the wall. Now, here's the thing. The same contractor was reported on a few months ago by the federal government. It's the same contractor that built part of the wall down in Mission, Texas, which is now failing. Did you know that they were going to give this money to this company to come down here and build? Did anybody talk to you about it? No, we haven't. Nobody has reached out to us. It is a bit of a concern to us, not a bit of big concern to us, because not only is the amount of money something crazy, but I honestly think that if they could just come down and talk to the people that were affected, how do you create a formula of a solution that you think is gonna fix a problem that you are not familiar with because you do not live here? You're not a resident of the city of Rio Bravo or any neighboring city that is affected by our residents that we have the crossings. Yes, it's a problem to our constituents, of course, but why put a wall when this is a forever wall that, well, they think is a forever wall because back in 2010, we did have some floodings it overtook the first four houses. What makes you think that it's not gonna take this wall? Now, mind you that I am, uh, I'm aware about this. This person that is being contracted has already failed. So why is all this money being thrown out up in the air when we have so many visible problems that are affecting uh, and other things that they, they can just simply come down and ask us and we can, I'm sure we can find a solution other than this. Okay, the ground that we're standing on, I mean, you're close to the river mm -hmm. the one in mission is sinking in i mean what what needs to be done here i mean as far as you know what is this ground made out of is this like soil sand <laughs> it's soil close sand, to the water table yeah i mean i don't know how they can be so familiar as of a, like i said the solution if they're not even familiar with our soil soil for crying out loud but you know, I, I, we are going to have some town hall meetings because I think that is, it is only a common courtesy for us to reach out to our constituents and, and let them know that this is going on and for them to be aware and educate our, our residents and so they can have a say so because property value comes into place as well. You know, um, I just think that this is my, you know, I'm here to voice my people's concerns and that is why I'm in this seat proudly, yet I do think that you know, after we talk to our residents and my personal, you know, matter, we are affected. And I honestly think that this is not a solution. What do you think most people are going to tell you? I mean, you're you're the commissioner. They elected you to represent them. But the state of Texas is not even acknowledging that you're their elected official here. 
I, I, that is that is um i strongly think and i am very adamant about i know that our residents are not going to be for this I, I don't think it will because as a resident myself of my whole life and uh this is my third term i've been 12 years here and i know what my what concerns ha my residents have and that is why i'm here to voice their you know concerns and they just look at this we have people come and fish from everywhere and they come with their families how how do you come and decide and not even take taxpayers opinion you know the affected ones and not even take them voice into consideration i hope they do come and give us that common courtesy i really do commissioner what's your budget for this area how much money does the state give you to take care of the infrastructure in this area we to be honest um i, I don't know that would be something that i know that mayor would the mayor would, okay. yes would know about but i honestly think that with all this money i know that there has to be another solution this is america this is we have people that are prepared an office that i'm sure have another solution for this for this problem and it's great that they're trying to formulate a solution finally because our residents are affected but the the audacity of wanting to put a wall on our precious river is just is just uh, unacceptable and i don't think it's right and our, our residents i'm sure will not agree to that i know that with all this money i don't even think it'll take all that money for for them to even you know formulate another you know solution to this there even if the wall sinks let's say it doesn't they will find a way to 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 cross it's it's just common sense right and you and you've seen the wall that they built in mission yes what it looks like yes it's it's sad it's sad what do you what are your biggest needs in this area for your constituents our biggest needs is um more protection more lighting i know that uh if we would have sensors if we would have uh cameras if we would have more i knew i do know the border patrol is here and i know that we have a national guard here as well but i honestly think after may of last year it did it did rise the amount of people that cross it used to be at night now it's now it's all day that's all day pure daylight uh, we have a resident that lives on patricia lane and while she has a video that while her daughter was getting off the bus um there were 20 people crossing at in front of her child and of course it's a concern for her her daughter's sake most parents work and their kids come home they're alone so it is a very big concern but i just think that if we can just sit down and they can give us the time because how can you formulate a plan for a solution that you're not you're not experiencing yourself mm -hmm. so sit down here are concerns and i'm sure that there's another solution to this my name is gilbert aguilar the mayor of the city of rio Bravo, texas all right so Tell us exa exactly where we're at. What, where are we compared to Laredo, San Antonio, the valley? Right now we're actually at the south of, of Rio Rao. It's here by the river behind me. And this is an area where, you know, there's a lot of crossing and uh, through our city and it's affected the community. Um, used to be only at nights where they would, you know, be the more uh, traffic time. Now it's throughout, you know, the day, morning, afternoon. It's at all times, and the numbers have gone up, and we have seen a lot of uh, 
residents that get their properties, you know, destroyed, you know, the, the security, they don't feel safe. And it's something that has affected our community. Okay, so then when we call you and we said, did you know you're getting $224 million worth of a fence being built down here? My reaction was, you know, I don't, I haven't heard about it and I know they've been trying to put a wall since, you know, the other president was here. Uh, so I think it's something that they need to come, you know, and, and see how they're going to be affected. The people that live in, the, in this area and, and not just come and say, hey, we're going to put a wall, you know, is that the solution? Have you tried other resources, you know, maybe a, a sensors, more technology, more, uh, monies for the law enforcement, something else that can be a, a long-term solution than just saying, hey, um, what's backing up, you know, this, the wall, and you just want to come and place a wall in in our area where, you know, they don't live here and who's going to get affected is, you know, the community itself. Yeah, I mean, when, when I told you it's the same contractor that did the wall down in Mission that's now failing, I mean, does that make any sense to you? And, and I was surprised because, you know, like you said, there's a, another wall in Mission, Texas, and basically right now it's sinking. And if it doesn't get fixed, you know, it might fall, right? And, and you're talking about a three-story wall that's huge, you know. So it's something that, you know, is very alarming. And, and to give a contract to the same contractor, it's something that, you know, who's taking care of this, you know, decisions into, into doing this, right? What do, what do most people tell you that live around here? I mean, there's people that have homes right around here. Yeah, the, the river. So, you know, the first home is about a block away. So basically, you know, destroy a property, you know, security, you know, um, it's very dark in this area. And that's something that we're trying to work and put more lighting and uh, put more uh, cameras in, in working with um, the departments and law enforcement and and to help them feel more safe because it is it is a problem it's it's uh with this high numbers occurring of trafficking from mexico to the united states um it, it has been very alarming do you think you know we can take a walk down there but i mean how would is there another way to do this than to put a wall here i mean when you come down here i don't think people have a clear view of what the border is like I mean it is beautiful out here and you have a lot of nature you have you know I mean it just doesn't to me because I live in Texas doesn't make any sense to put a wall here yes and I agree because it's very beautiful down here you know I know there's residents that come you know fish here you know with their families and come enjoy a nice day and I, I don't think the border the wall is a solution I think they should try other other things that that could work and also do surveys around the communities you know maybe you know each community is different you know they can do surveys to, ex, to experiment what what can work here and what can work in other cities and and, and for sure i know the wall is not the solution um, but like you said they're just coming down and saying hey we're going to put that wall so we're shocked right now and i think you know our residents you know people that live here we live here we, we have to are, are going to be affected through that and they're not taking that in consideration that the community is going to get affected so even at that i mean let's say we build a wall here 
Yes. Wouldn't you rather have people in this area get the $220 million contract to bring money here and to employ people here instead of someone from North Dakota? And, and that's, I agree on that also, because you know, you bring that money to people that live here and actually day to day live those, um, we live through that day. So we know what's, what the problems are and, and working together like I said, in law enforcement, you know, there's a lot of Border Patrol. There's a lot of agencies, you know, already here and bringing that money into more technology and more manpower and resources, sensors, stuff like that, that can provide that, you know, security and and uh, instead of a, a wall. Why is this ground here not good for a wall for people that don't understand? <laughs> it's too close to the river, one. And I think it's, it's, it's something that, you know, we, we, we had a flood um, years back and it flooded up to half of the houses close by here. So if that would happen again, you're talking about putting a wall here where, you know, it's too close to a river that it's nature and at any time that river can race and that could be a big problem as well. And that's just money that could have been put into, you know, other institutes as well. Um, that are being affected in the state. You know, I know that there's a lot of issues um, elsewhere. So, you know, that's something that could possibly, you know, they could put that money in other places as well as, you know, border security and places here in the community. Because we're, we're a budget, a low budget city that doesn't have those resources. So if they would put something into this city, it can help dramatically to, to improve that here and, and right away. What's your budget for your city? Our budget is about $1 million a year, uh, roughly. Um, so it's something that it's, it's, it's might, a million dollars might sound a lot, but for a whole city, you know, it's growing every time. It, it, the, the, the residents were more and more every time. So it, it's something that it needs to, it's a concern to me being the mayor here. Okay. Um, how, how is it, what's it like out here at night? I mean, do you see people like when we see when we're going between Eagle Pass and Del Rio that you see hundreds of migrants waiting for Border Patrol to pick them up? I, I seen the, the Del Rio and El Paso and stuff, the, the, the groups of, of people going through there is, is, is crazy, right? We haven't, I haven't seen that much as a group. I know there is, we might not see them because you know, they know you know when to when to when not to cross but you know we just think about it if we would have that number going through here we're not ready for that and that's something that they can start you know helping us to provide those resources in case of that migrant flow here we can be ready because you know at some point you know the numbers are, are you know growing a lot in that crossing traffic to to the united states <laughs> We also spoke to the councilwoman, Melissa Cigarroa from Laredo, Texas. She is also one of the founding members of No More Border Wall. Cigarroa says no one talked to them about the plans to build a wall down in her area. But that is not shocking to her. We are now joined by councilwoman, Melissa Cigarroa from Laredo, Texas. And Councilwoman, you're also with a coalition against border walls, correct? Yes. Okay. Tell me a little bit about this. Did you know 
did you have any idea that the state was going to sign another agreement for $224 million for nine miles to be built so close to Laredo? No, we didn't. And I guess we had heard rumors, but it was just with the general push of Abbott grandstanding along the border, talking about wanting to build wall. And so we assumed it had less teeth than it, I guess it actually does. It is, it is important to note though, that they've admitted that they only have fun, uh, they only have secured uh, conservation easement or um, right-of-way easement for half of the mileage that they're talking about. So once again, just like the federal government did, they're dropping contracts without actually having the land to build on, which seems ridiculous. Okay, I'm sorry. Why would you not A, talk to the people before, B, still use the same contractor, which part of his fence or his wall down in Mission is now problematic and came out in a federal, you know, federal study. And is also against the International um, Boundary Water Commission's um, pro uh, protections of, uh, uh, on the Rio Grande to prevent the actual border between the United States and Mexico changing. So it's in contradiction of all of these existing laws and, and policies that are in place and so we just feel, once again, it's grandstanding. It's a political campaign stunt that Abbott continues to promote because he's positioning himself for a 2024 run. And it just seems as if people in North Carolina, Georgia, Ohio, we heard this from reporters who came to visit us when it was Trump's wall. They talked about the, the fervor that Republican voters have in these faraway states for this issue. So it seems tailor-made for an audience outside of our community and outside of Texas. And again, it's just that campaign red meat to drum up interest for those type of voters who know nothing about our lived reality here. Talk to me about the area there, Rio Bravo and El Cenizo, when we're talking about the way... Economically disadvantaged. Yes. So they're economically disadvantaged, predominantly Hispanic. Do you think this would be done if it was in Dallas, if it of was in not. Austin, if it of was in not. the Woodlands? Of course not. And, and, and their concerns there in Rio Bravo are the same concerns that any one of those neighborhoods would have. The most precious land that exists for those very small towns is the beauty that lies along the Rio Grande. It is a recreational center. It's the heart of the community. It's where families come together and they have picnics and they throw footballs. And so thinking if you want to compare it to any other community, they would pr protect their, their treasured, beautiful green space. And here, just because it's an impoverished community, Abbott's going in and targeting them and is threatening to take away this incredible amenity. Unlike those other neighborhoods in the north, these little towns have very few amenities. They simply can't afford them. So it's it's just doubly insulting and, and ridiculous to think that Abbott wants to take away the most precious land for people who really rely on on. The, the accessibility to the river to enjoy a, a better quality of life. Environmentally, 
how does a wall like this one affect the environment there? Because to some people, it would be like, what environment? What are you talking about? It is, the, the Rio Grande is the, not just the number one drinking source, it's the only source of drinking water for that community, for our community here in Laredo, for our neighbors in Nuevo Laredo also. So you, you speak about putting a wall in, and the footprint that they give mimics the footprint of Trump's wall and they're building the same damn thing. It's 30 feet high, steel ballers, it digs into the ground, certain number of feet. All of the destruction from moving all of that earth creates a hazard to the river we know now how important and vital the preservation of these water sources are. Everywhere in the United States and the West, people are struggling for access to drinking water. And here the government is going to threaten the only source of drinking water for our, our cities and towns, simply because it, in, in, in case of, of Rio Bravo and Siniso, especially because they're impoverished. So, you know, Abbott's willing to dangle the, the carrot of short-term funds as if that would be enough to give up what essentially is the birthright of the next generation. The beauty of the Rio Grande, but also the incredible resource of, of quality drinking water. Constructing along in the floodplain, which again is that Trump alignment, creates all of the, the sedimentation and, and throwing in all this uh, trash into the river and it destroys the, the habitat along the, the riverbank. You have to take care of rivers, they do disappear. And so it's just incredibly um, uh, destructive and, and, and unproductive and um, irresponsible to be endangering that, that source of water for so many people. Let me ask you the final question. As far as when we're talking about the immigration that's happening, you know, some of the people in the area were like, yeah, you know, we don't, we feel like we don't want to see people running through the neighborhood, but we also don't think spending all that money on a wall is very smart when we need help in the community. They're talking about dropping $24 million per mile in one of the most impoverished, impoverished parts of the state. And they're claiming that that's going to stop fentanyl, it's going to stop all of the illegal immigration, and it's going to stop all the rapists and murders from ever happening in, in you know, the state of Texas and in the United States. And it, there's no correlation. Right now, you see migrants arriving at places that already have border wall in El Paso and Rio Grande. So it doesn't serve as a deterrent. Fentanyl and, and those really terrible drugs. I'm not, nobody's claiming that the drug issue isn't real, but they cross primarily through the ports of entry, the bridges. And so you need different types of security measures to protect the United States from that inflow of drugs. And the, it, the migrations issue, walls don't work. We know that there are 2,000, 3,000 breaches already of existing wall. So it's a false promise it it you, uh, people can go to home depot and spend a hundred dollars and buy one of those little saws and saw a big hole in it and uh, they found like portals that that smugglers have made so they're hidden from usual detection and then they just go through whenever they want um if you don't fix 
the migration policies, the immigration policies of the United States, you will never address the migration problem. We know that 70% of the weapons that are in Mexico that are creating such havoc in small communities and are a driving factor for people having to leave their homes and migrate to uh, the United States looking for a better and safer quality of life for their families. 70% of those weapons are coming from the United States. And yet this country refuses to do anything about the runaway gun supply. And if you don't address the spectrum of issues, you will never solve the migration problem. It's such a false idea that rapists and murderers and, and, and you know, people meaning harm are the primarily the people rushing across the border. That's not how it works. Smugglers take advantage of the most desperate people who are really looking to protect their families and see their families through to the next generation. You can't, you can't wall that off. That won't happen. You have to address the other issues if you really want to get a hold on the, the forces that push people to their homes. Friends, that is all for this week. We will have more on another segment next week of Immigration Crisis, the fight for the southern border. In Rio Bravo, I'm Jamie Virgin reporting for Sinclair Broadcasting.